Welcome to the Make Me a Marketer show with your host, Landon Hobrin, where we strip down the hottest marketing strategies so coaches and course creators can simplify their marketing and amplify their results. Welcome back to the Make Me a Marketer podcast. I'm your host, Landon Pobrin, and today we're going to talk about the differences between Facebook and Instagram ads and YouTube and Google ads and which platform you should be running your ads on. So this is a question that has come up with with me personally, with people that I know, and even myself. I'm running ads on Facebook. I have stuff getting going on YouTube. And people are always looking for, you know, what is the thing that I should be doing right now? Should I be running ads on Facebook or should I be running ads on Google and YouTube? And we always want to get that magic bullet. So somebody coming into the paid traffic game, they want to make sure that they're making the right decision right from the start. And I get it. You know, when we're spending our first five, 10, 100, 500, $1,000 on paid traffic, we don't want to lose money. We want to make sure we are making the right decision and the platform that we advertise on is a really, really big factor in how it comes down to it. So I've been getting this question and I thought it would be a really good episode just to kind of dig into this and unpack this a little bit and share the feedback that I provide when I'm asked the question, should I run ads on Facebook or should I run ads on YouTube? Now, when it really, really comes down to it, it's the wrong question to be asking, all right? So let's kind of dig in here. Let's unpack this a little bit. So I want to start and just talk a little bit about a few statistics. So just kind of research this on Statista, and I'll I'll share these links in the show notes. Facebook has over 3 billion active monthly users. So just to give you some contrast, there is approximately 7.8 billion people in the world as of recording this podcast, according to Google. 7.8 billion people. Facebook has over 3 billion monthly active users. Now, this is across all of their platforms. This includes Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Messenger, as well as, you know, you can get display ads um, and stuff like that. So there is a massive amount of people using the Facebook ad platform suite of products where your ads can show up. Over 3 billion monthly users. You know, in contrast, that's almost 40% of the world's population. Now, YouTube has 2 billion uh, 2 billion users. They have, that's on their press page. They list out as a recording 2 billion users. So that is still a very significant amount of people. Now, take into consideration 3 billion, over 3 billion is actually significantly larger than 2 billion, but the people that you're targeting are using both of these platforms. It's not like, you know, you have this crazy niche that they don't use Facebook at all or they don't use YouTube at all. You know, with 2 billion and over 3 billion Odds are that these people are utilizing both of these platforms in some way, shape, or form. They are on Google, they are on YouTube, they are on Facebook or Instagram, or they're using Facebook Messenger to chat. They are there. All right. So when it comes down to where this question is stemming from, 
you know, we want to make the best decisions for our marketing dollars. We want to stretch those. We want to see a high return on what we're spending. But, you know, Facebook has been in hot water over privacy issues in the last while. We all understand that, you know, so it's, it is a, a, a valid question when it comes down to some of these things. And also with the, the looming iOS 14 uh, updates coming from Apple, there is a lot of changes that are going to be happening on the Facebook platform. As of recording, uh, January 2021, these haven't been released yet, but there's going to be a big shakeup on the Facebook platform. So seeing people starting to go, you know, should I be advertising somewhere else is a valid question. And also, you know, Facebook ad accounts getting shut down. This is probably the biggest thing that I see inside of uh, Facebook groups, inside of people coming to me. You know, I know all of these people, their ad accounts are getting shut down. They can't run their stuff on Facebook. And most of the time, there is a reason why. It is usually because of policy violations. It's usually people in either the health space making claims about weight loss it is people in the coaching or biz op space making income claims. These are the reasons things are getting shut down. They have to protect their platform. We, When we go onto another platform, it's not like all of a sudden you can guarantee somebody to make six figures in six weeks just because you're on YouTube and not Facebook. Google has their own policies that you have to abide by for advertising as well. Now, whether or not it's the same, it's going to be slightly nuanced. How they review things and how they reject things is also going to be nuanced. But it is the growing question as where should I be advertising? But like I said, this isn't the right question to be asking. Now, just as a caveat, there may be some products or some brands that might be a little bit more suited to one platform versus the other. However, the people that are successful on either platform. It is not by chance. There is a reason why they are making money with YouTube or they're making money with Facebook. And it is because what makes it work is not the platform. And you have to have everything dialed in in order for the platform to be successful. We cannot be relying on Facebook in order to make our business successful. We can't build this one-legged stool relying all of our business to be coming from Facebook because if it goes away, we're screwed. If we don't have everything before that platform dialed in, if something changes or an ad account gets shut down or these little things it's going to throw a complete curveball into our business and our profitability. So it is, you're not making money on Facebook because of Facebook. If you can't make it work on Facebook, YouTube isn't the answer. If you can't make it work on YouTube, Facebook isn't the answer. The platforms are simply tactics. The platforms are how you execute part of your marketing strategy. Everything that goes into developing your business and your strategy as a whole needs to be on point. And if something is broken there, it's not going to work in its execution with that tactic. We have to create a strategy and then the tactics are part of our execution. The tactics are going to change, whether it is a webinar or a challenge or going straight to a sales page using Facebook, using YouTube, those are things that are going to change and they're going to evolve. In five, 10 years down the road, there's likely going to be a new platform, a new way to get your message out there. 
but what you're doing on the back end and how it's all prepared on the back end is what's going to make it work and be agnostic of platforms and be plat, you know funnel agnostic. It's not that a webinar doesn't work, but the challenge works. It's no, we have to have these other things on point and dialed in and all of these things will work. Some might work slightly better than others, but what is going on underneath is what's making everything work. So a better conversation to have is, do you have an offer that is a no-brainer yes for people to purchase? That's really what it's going to come down to. And here is here is what makes a business successful. If you pick up any of the you know, direct marketing books, it's going to list three things. This is what makes anything successful. It is your list, your offer, and then your copy and creative. Okay, so the people that you're targeting, the offer, and your copy and creative. With literally almost half the world's population on both platforms, you can find the people that are inside of your target market. It's not like the person that is interested in X, Y, and Z isn't on Facebook. Yes, they are on Facebook. They might not be spending eight hours a day on Facebook, but they're on Facebook. They're going to see your ad. They're probably also searching stuff on YouTube. Okay, so we must have these things present and we must have these things worked and we must have all of these things constantly being iterated and improved upon in order to be able to make money on either platform using any funnel. And we need to be able to present the right thing to the right person in a compelling way in order to be able to make money. If you have something people don't want, it doesn't matter if you're on Facebook or YouTube, it's probably not going to work. And you might say, hey, Facebook ads don't work. And you might see some early success on YouTube, but it's probably not going to be long-lived and vice versa. Even the worst messaging and copy will be able to sell something that people deeply, deeply want. It does not matter. You don't need a lot of marketing surrounding something that just people just want. It is a no-brainer. They see it. They want it. And we know that in marketing. Shitty copy, shitty images, shitty marketing can sell something that people have an innate desire to want. But even the best copy is going to struggle to sell something that they don't actually want or need. And that's what it really comes down to. So what you must be focusing on is these foundational elements in order to make your business successful. And we need to do this before worrying about the platforms. And if you are currently advertising and it isn't working, we likely need to come back to these things. What are you trying to sell? Is it a no-brainer yes for people? How are you positioned inside of the market? Are you in a super-saturated market and your product sounds very similar to what everybody else is selling? So there is no real reason to purchase from you versus somebody else. The more saturated a market is, the more sophisticated the buyers are because they're seeing these messages from all of these people. Whereas when you are in a brand new market, you don't have to be as creative because you're selling something nobody else is selling. If you're selling something that everybody else is selling, you have to get even further down the road of positioning yourself in a unique way against what everybody else is doing. 
So, you know, is your messaging properly conveying the value that you're providing? How are you different than your competitors? How are you unique? What is unique about the way that you're doing it versus somebody else? Because if it's not, why do I have any reason to purchase from you versus the next person? If it is a saturated market and I have had a bad experience with these three people and what you're selling is selling me pretty much what I had a bad experience with over there, you just saying you're different is not going to sell me. You know, you have to actually convey why that is. And just having a bunch of social proof probably isn't going to do it because those people had social proof as well. So we need to be really focusing on what we're offering, how it's positioned. Is our marketing properly conveying this? Are we in a saturated market? And who are we targeting? So what we need to realize is when we're talking about who we're targeting, there's going to be people along the buyer's journey. And depending on where they're at on that buyer's journey, they're looking for different things. The person who is just discovering this pain and this problem in their life is not the same person that is presently seeking the solution to it or presently asking you about what you're offering. So if you're trying to sell something, who are you trying to sell it to? Are you positioning yourself and is your offer constructed in a way to sell what you're selling to the right person. And we must also understand that a properly executed and integrated marketing strategy is going to have things that are positioned and marketed to people at different stages of that journey. You might have something that is giving a quick win to somebody that is just experiencing that problem. But the person that is maybe going to be purchasing or working with you one-on-one or investing a significant amount of money isn't the person who just discovered the problem. So if you're trying to sell something, your offer, and it has you know a high ticket value, but the way you're marketing and messaging is positioning it is just to kind of solve this little pain that this person just discovered, well, that might not be the best way to do it. It might be too big of a bridge to gap. There's too many things that they don't believe about you. There are too many things that they don't yet believe about themselves in order to make that investment. So these are all things that we need to consider in terms of who are we targeting, how our marketing is positioning it, and who it's speaking to, what our offer is, how we're positioning it, how we're currently positioned inside of the market, and is our messaging properly conveying that? And then... You know, we have copy and we have images and videos to support those things, but that only works if what we're selling is being, is something that people want and it's being presented to the people that need it. And we can find those people on these platforms, but we have to make sure that what we're doing and how we're conveying it is extracting them. Now, also when it comes down to it, let's say you've got all of this, you have this offer, you feel that it is on point, it is dialed in, you are super excited, but is it proven? Have you actually used this to sell? Have you actually used this to make money? And with that, who have you sold it to? If you posted this on Instagram and had four people buy, does that prove it? It proves that those people wanted it, but how long have those people been in your world? 
Maybe that person has been in your world for five years. They worked with you one-on-one for a little bit. You've had a bunch of conversations and now they bought your thing. Is it going to be the same experience when you start advertising that to cold traffic to people that don't know about you? Absolutely not. That is really something that we need to consider. Is the offer proven and who has it been proven to? Has it been proven to people that don't necessarily know you? Or has it only been proven to a warm audience? Now, if it's only been proven to a warm audience, that is a signal that it is something that people want. That doesn't give you a stamp, a guarantee that it's going to work to cold traffic, but it gives you a signal that you can test it. Now, if you have proven it to warm traffic and you have proven it to the point of you have made money with it, you can test it to cold traffic. But if it doesn't work, there may be a disconnect between how it is positioned to somebody that knows you versus somebody that doesn't know you. They are at different points inside of that buyer journey and it needs to be repositioned to be able to speak to that person better, okay? So, or we need to be looking at ways to take that person that's cold and get them to the point of being warm and being at the same point and being ready to buy like the person that is that you did just sell it to. And this is something inside of 2020, the the time that somebody needed to be in our world to buy something has increased. Typically, you're not going to sell something for 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 to somebody that does not know you unless you are solving a very, very big and present problem in their life. Now, they might need to be in your world for three months or six months or nine months or two years to be able to purchase it. Are you respecting that inside of the buyer's journey? There is always going to be a small percentage of people that are willing to purchase what we're selling. But are you respecting the fact that to truly scale, we need to look at how we can bring that other 97% up to the point of being at the 3%. That is for another time in another episode. But these are just things that we need to consider. When we're talking about should I advertise on Facebook or YouTube, To me, as a marketer, I look at it from a much more holistic view and go, well, you should be in a perfect world advertising on both because we want to be casting a very wide net. And if they've seen it on Facebook, we also want them to see it on YouTube or they vice versa. We want to be omnipresent, but that's a perfect world situation and it might not be what we can do at this point in time. We might need to start with a platform and then go to another platform. But what it comes down to is what is going to make it work on any platform is something that has nothing to do with the platform. So when you're considering the question, should I advertise on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram or Google ads or LinkedIn ads, We need to take a step back and go, is everything dialed in and proven to work? And I know that it's going to work. Then we can go forth and execute it on whatever platform we feel best to do so to start. And understand that with the ever-growing changes in the world and the number of platforms out there, people are not simply hanging out in one place. People do not simply only listen to podcasts. People do not simply only browse Instagram. People do not simply only go on Facebook. People are doing all of these things. They might 
look at Facebook. They might then go onto Instagram. They see a post, and then they go and download the podcast. They hear something on the podcast. They go onto YouTube. They Google something, and they're learning about stuff. People are everywhere. In a perfect world, we should be connecting with them everywhere. But understand that most of the people you're likely connecting are using all of them. So it's not a matter of what is the best one. It is if I've got my shit dialed in, this is where I'm going to start first because I feel most comfortable doing that. And then from there, then look to expand. Look to build a fully multi-channel integrated marketing strategy so that you can actually be more profitable and have a more secure business. Because the really shitty thing about people that put all of their eggs in one basket is they have a little bit more risk associated with what they're doing. So if you have got your stuff dialed in, congratulations. I'm super, super happy for it for you because it takes time to do these things. And just don't expect to hit the nail on the head right out of the gate. You're, you're going to take a few swings. You're going to get you know a few bruised knuckles going through this process and you will eventually nail it. But it takes time. You know, you can work to prove these things organically, but you can spend money to prove them faster because it's not just about making something that works. Having something that doesn't work is giving you just as much data. Use that data, refine it, and it will work on whatever platform you want it to. All right. Thank you so much for your time. I hope this sheds some light on what platform you should start with. Truthfully, Whichever one you feel best, if you feel pulled to one, follow that gut feeling because at the end of the day, I do not feel one is better than the other. They both work. People are successful using both and there is a reason why and that reason, if you focus on it, you will be able to be successful on both. Thank you so much. Again, if you want to reach out, have any questions, any requests for topics for me to dig into, hit me up on Instagram at Landon Pobrin. And until next time, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. And if you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to me if you could leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to say hi, if you want to connect further, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Landon Pobrin or check out my website, LandonP.com. I'll talk to you soon.